this week's episode of the House of Blurgs podcast. We are your hosts. This is Nicole. And Armani here. And we are back after our nice little hiatus, a.k.a. vacation. Yes, welcome to 2020, guys. Welcome to 2020. And 2020 has started off on kind of a somber note, so we definitely can't uh, jump in anything without first saying rest in peace to uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna. And the seven other people that died on helicopter crash. Yeah, definitely a very sad... That was a tough week, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even a Laker fan. I'm a Celtics fan, but... I can honestly admit that my Celtics wouldn't be as great as they are or were because, <laughs> you know, it's kind of rough right now. We, we good um, <laughs> without the talent that was Kobe Bryant because he made everyone around step their game up. So definitely a tough loss. Um, it was it was a tough week. I mean, it was that was that was tough. It was because even if you weren't a basketball fan, you knew Kobe Bryant yeah. and you knew his mentality. You loved Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely hate to see him go so soon and to go in such a such a sad way, for sure. We are not going to jump into and discuss the craziness that has transpired on some of the social media, the kind of negativ- negativity that people have tried to bring in because I just want to keep that. I just want to kill it. I, I don't even want to address it or touch on it at this time. Um, like some of the things that people have said and, you know, the Gail King stuff. We will touch on that stuff at a later date. Uh, but those are some definite discussions that need to be had. But right now, it's still too, still, still too soon to have those conversations. So for now, you know, shout out to Laker Nation and Kobe fans, just sports fans and just anybody in general. Yeah, anyone who this loss is just really hitting. Yes. I think this also showed us that it's important to let people that you care about and admire know that you care about it because you never know what that last conversation is going to be like. Um, And I do appreciate the conversations around men, in particular black men, being able to express their emotions openly and in public spaces because they should be. They should not be scared of any kind of reaction and yeah you know if you, if you got something going on you know put in them use that pto take a day or two off like you got to take time to like feel what you're feeling and digest it. and like we always say be kind especially in times yes for sure so all right so let's jump into what we're talking about today so first up um this is going to be just kind of a, a a breeze back in kind of podcast let you know what we're doing what's going on and what we've been up to yeah and what what to, kind of what to look forward to in 2020 because we got some things on deck this year so first up we're gonna chit chat talk about the oscars um we just watched those and what do you think about that i like the performance i like um Jan- janelle monet's performance in the beginning it was really beautiful even though I also didn't understand why they had so many <laughs> callbacks to previous films that weren't nominated Oscars. Yeah, see, that's the thing that got me. I didn't understand why, like, people were dressed... Like, the only costumes that were relevant, I feel like, to this year were Little Women and Joker. Otherwise, like, us... Like, people were dressed up like the cast from Us that was not nominated this year. Dolomite, not nominated for any awards. So those were just kind of interesting. It felt like they tried to make the Oscars extra black. Uh, they were just trying to pull back in that black book. Oh, God. First off, I think they were trying to be diverse and inclusive, period, not only just for black people. And boy, did they fuck that up. First off, okay, so Janelle performance, opening up the Oscars, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was entertaining. Brad Pitt did not want to sing with her. <laughs> um, that That's crowd participation. Probably not the best idea with that crowd but i mean she still did her thing and went off um yeah that was her and indina menzel because i love me some indina menzel so anytime she sings anything anywhere i'm here for it i love the fact that they had all the different elsas singing in different 
languages like that was dope. yeah it just made you more aware of how diverse everything is and how it has like i didn't it didn't never cross my mind that disney had to dub their movies or sub their movies mm-hmm. dub their movies re-record in different <laughs> languages i guess um yeah I, I never thought about that when we think about like granted there are singers of all languages across the world that are the caliber of Indina Menzel. But yeah, you don't think about the fact that that has to be re-recorded in other languages. And in that greatness, like, <laughs> that's just like, man. So now I, I kind of maybe see why maybe Disney movies are so expensive. Because you gotta go out, you gotta, you gotta scout talent talented singers from other countries like here it's maybe a little easier just because we see rent we see these people we know them like they're on tv already so finding them to do these roles probably is not as difficult as now having to to go out and scout through other countries yeah. and who's hot there yeah and music artists and who's not problematic and shit like because <laughs> you don't want to get that singer that's awesome but she got a problematic ass twitter you know <laughs> that could be a- uh but yeah anyway so performances were great um Brad Pitt won his first acting Oscar last night. Yes, he did. And that's the only award we give a fuck. Well, not, <laughs> not the only award, but um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was nice to see Brad Pitt win for that movie that I was. Yeah, that's what I was about to felt. Like, this shouldn't have been his Oscar. Like, I'm happy he got it. There I'm are so happy. many movies. Brad Pitt should have won an Oscar for Seven. Brad Pitt should have won an Oscar for... I don't know, just something. But Seven for sure. You definitely deserve Dude, I would have taken it for Inglorious Bad. Eh, his Aldo Rain performance was was I, no because the what's it? Oh, Manly, we're not gonna dive into <laughs> Inglorious Bass. But um, needless to say, yeah, there were some better Brad Pitt performances. But yeah, I mean, yeah. this is I guess this is because this was my least favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. I think that's why I feel the way I do about that. But shout out to him! Congratulations to Brad Pitt. Um, Hair Love. Yes, Hair Love, the black animated short. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out now. If you're listening to this podcast and have listened to Air Love, then I don't understand. Like, if you're listening to this black-ass, blurred podcast, but you've not watched the animated short Hair Love, I, I would love to know why. So please feel free to at me on social media <laughs> to let me know how you've not watched Hair Love yet. Um, quite frankly, if you follow me on any social media, I post several times. So, yeah, you're just not clicking on things then. But Hair Love, yes, one. That was the one award I really gave, cared about. So I'm glad it was the third one and it was so early in the show because to a lot of stuff, for sure. Um, what else? Parasite. Paris. It swept the nominations. Parasite has cleaned up award season, period. When, okay, so we went and seen Parasite after, what, the Golden Globes, maybe? Yeah. So it was it was pretty, still, I guess, fairly early in award season after it was winning. And it was like, okay, what is this movie? And I thought this movie was about some kind of like zombie apocalypse or some kind of post-apocalyptic, like, with the name Parasite, that's... I thought it was a horror movie like that. Something great. That's not what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was more of a dark comedy. And I feel like it definitely deserved all the guys. Yes, it was. um, Parasite is absolutely amazing. We're not going to deep dive into Parasite because that is going to be on our next There Will Be Spoilers episode. We'll be talking about Parasite and The Gentleman. Yeah, Gentleman. Yeah, so... Those are the next two movies we will be covering on our next There Will Be Spoilers episode. So stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up soon. Um, But yeah, they definitely deserve all the awards. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it before we spoil it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it also set a new tone for this year coming in. Because the tone for this year has been inclusivity. Word. Um, Because it's the first international film to win Best Picture. Yes, it was. Um, and And they also changed the category from foreign film international film so they renamed that category as well so i don't it definitely deserved it 
to win, no doubt whatsoever. But I think I'm just not a fan of the Oscars and their diversity attempts because it's like they try. And you know that they're trying. And it just feels forced and it's trash because the opening monologue, you put two of the funniest comedians in the world on stage together and the shit. It was the Steve Martin and Chris Rock thing was just uncomfortable and it was not. It was uncomfortable to watch because it wasn't. And it looked like they were also uncomfortable up there delivering their speeches. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. Um, they brought out a young man who was the first person with Down syndrome to ever present at the Oscars. And they brought him out with Shia LaBeouf. Why? Well, after I did some research today and they were co-stars on a, on a film that I believe came out last year, if not the year before that. And it was about a kid with Down syndrome that wanted to leave his nursing home. That He, he was basically put into a nursing home and wanted to leave. And Shia LaBeouf's character was there to help him. It's kind of like a Huckleberry Finn in a way. Okay, so let me just go back to my why was not, why was the kid there? The question was why the fuck was Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> so I just want to, because I realized when I cut that why off, where that was at and how that could have sounded. So no, my why was why was Shia LaBeouf? Because Shia LaBeouf just seemed like he was rushing him. And like he kept calling it a tap. I, it looked like a hit because it was kind of hard. But like he just kept like hitting him like to, 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 to do stuff. And I'm just like, if he hits that shot one more time, I'm going to climb to his TV and beat Shia LaBeouf's ass. Like there was, who else? I would love to know who else was in that movie. Was there anybody else in that movie that could have done this? Not that I saw. And it's just the laughing at him trying to get through his, just his speech yeah. in general. It was inappropriate, hard to watch. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like it. Because I, I, Shia LaBeouf like a complete nerd ass. Yeah, so. Um, and that's the Oscars. Anything, you got anything else from the Oscars? <laughs> no, that was pretty much it. All right. And that was the 92nd Annual Oscar Awards. <laughs> um, so what are you watching? Like show-wise, TV show-wise, what are you watching? So TV show-wise, I just got done with the show Greenleaf, which is about a church family in Tennessee, I believe. They own this major church and the drama that goes on in there. It's a very black show. Um, it has not Vivica Fox. You talking about the main actors? Um, Lynn Whitfield? Lynn Whitfield. There we go. Has Lynn Whitfield in it. She's amazing. She, she's, I, amazing. she's always amazing. I'm surprised she hasn't won any award show or I didn't hear about the show before. Because I the show is trash. <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching this but you. <laughs> and the church going black for. Really? It's, it's a church soap opera. Uh, and I still watch soap operas. I am a faithful General Hospital ass watching person. And I ain't watching this. <laughs> and I would love to know how you guys started watching. I, I I believe I just stumbled upon it and I watched I it. And it was shit so that I'm messy. Giving you to watch. It was just so messy and it was, oh oh we're going here. It's it's a good show. I, I feel have like given you so many other things to start watching in this. <laughs> I'm also I just got done with the circle. It's first season. Circle is kind of. Is it like, the social media show? Yeah, it's, or social, it's social media okay, show. Okay, so I have not watched it yet, but I did see someone post on it, and I was like, once I finished up season eight of The Arrow, I was going to check. It's definitely the height of the new trash TV era. Um, basically, they have eight people in a hotel in all separate rooms, and they're running social media accounts through connected computers, so that they're all only talking to each other through social media. And you have people that are catfishing, people on there as themselves. So, really, the point of the game is to be the most popular. Regardless of what you have, very interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, I just went, wrapped up the Arrow season eight, which was the final season of Arrow. So if you're like me and you, which it's funny because I've talked to people that told them I'm watching Arrow, and I mentioned that I quit watching around season three, and most of them were like, so did I. Yeah, because it it got kind of. Mm around season three so um but i did binge watch it on netflix and skip through some of these flashbacks 
Oliver has so many. Like that was the thing that happened. Like season three just made it like mm, not that great. It's because there was just so many flash. Yeah, there was just so many flashbacks. And it was like, all right, how he's been off this island for a little while now. And they were. It was getting a little just. It was a bit much. But anyway, so binge watched, all caught up, finished season eight. So good. Highly recommend if you stop watching Green Arrow or The Arrow, go back and do it. And honestly, oh. Yo, so what I meant to tell you last night while I was watching it, they did a crossover, spoiler alert, not, okay, so CW's DC shows are known for doing crossovers between the different shows. So like those shows have all, they've all interchanged. And then the Crisis on Infinite Earth arc has now gone through all of the TV shows, including Black Lightning, which I have not seen the Black Lightning stuff because I don't feel like, but I'm going to start watching that again. Um, But there was an, a scene in Arrow where the Flash went back or was like doing what he do when he be running and going through time and his space. Flashpoint, yeah. Yeah, doing, doing his Flashpoint thing. And he ran into the green arrow from the movie. Ezra Miller was on Arrow. The Flash. The Flash from the movie. Yeah, what did I say? Uh, okay, whatever. He ran into the Flash from the movie. Y'all know what I mean. Um, he ran into... I'm so excited about it. So, <laughs> um, he ran into the Flash from the movie. When I seen Ezra Miller, like... And I was watching this in bed and on my phone doing things, as most people do, when you're multitasking. And I heard his voice. And I looked up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is... Oh, what? Okay. Um. Yeah, because DC... TV show? So in the movies? DC is going to do with Marvel. I don't think Marvel's afraid to. I just think they try to do so much. Like there was just a lot. Like there's a lot of story to tell and they wanted to be able to do origin stories for everybody before they brought them into a movie. And then it just became, I think the problem was just the fact that you had Netflix created shows. So if you put those characters into a MCU movie, you were going to have to cut Netflix off that the profit that you made from from those movies. Disney is not, I'm sure about it. trying to, you know, share that check. As we saw when they tried to, you know, up what they wanted from Sony <laughs> about Spider-Man. So um, yeah. So anyway, yes, Ezra Miller was on the episode. So I would love, I am dying to know what is going to happen next. Because at this point in season eight of the era, um, We've got Supergirl, you've got uh, uh, Superman, Superman, you've got Martian Manhunter, Martian Manhunter, you've got Lex Luthor uh, was brought in. I don't watch Supergirl. So these characters have probably all been on there for a while now. I believe they're all on Supergirl. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't want to... This is not a There Will Be Spoilers episode, so I'm not going to really spoil the end of the Arrow season eight. But I don't know. Like, there could be some, some Green Lantern in the future. So I'd be... Yeah. For film? Film or show? Probably, probably, probably show. Like at this point, just because the show is so much better, I would hope it's a show as opposed to a movie because these movies just, I don't know what they're doing with the DCU movies. Although we haven't seen Birds of Prey yet. So I've heard that that's okay. Seems good. Yeah, I've heard it's one of the best from the DC extended. What was your favorite from the DC? I'd have to say that Batman vs. Superman because that's the one, That's I think that's the only one. I did you even watch Wonder Woman? I did not watch Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's the best movie, hands down. Um, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll do a follow-up of Armani after she's watched Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Ooh. <coughs> I don't know. I just couldn't, I couldn't get as involved, but yeah. I'll give it a chance. Aquaman wasn't bad. I enjoyed Aquaman. Oh, okay. No, Aqu- Aquaman. I was about I to say. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> we know Jason Momoa was like your second favorite person on earth. So... <laughs> Um, what else? Okay, so The Witcher, of course, like most of the world, I watched The Witcher. Where are you at on The Witcher? Still on it. Mm, what you watching? Greenleaf. Like, what? I had to toss a coin to your <laughs> Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. We're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> could not, could not. On this single long episode. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. The Witcher was so good. So it's based more off the books as opposed to the video game, which I'm happy about because I picked up the game and started playing it. And then I put that down and I'm like, this is, this is I don't think I'm going to be doing The Witcher 3, people. I might just have to take that back to GameStop and exchange it for something. Because your girl's not making it. Not coming off of Death Stranding, just finished Horizon Zero Dawn playing a plague's tale i don't have the mental capacity or the energy to play through the witcher 3 so but anyway yeah tv show based off the books i think i'm going to add the books to my audible car riding list so i think i might check out but the show is so if you've not watched the witcher highly recommend the Witcher. what else are you watching anything else not really oh we lying we watched you like i oh yeah <laughs> we did watch you see it's <laughs> i was super late to the you watching party um because i did not watch season one until like after season two had been out for a minute and like constantly was... clowned me for watching you yes i gave you so much shit for watching that show and then i watched it and i was like oh man so don't sleep on green leaf guy no. <laughs> that's not what that means oh <laughs> um, so you if you've not watched you on Netflix, you definitely should. It is a great what do what is it even classified? Thriller, I guess. Thriller drama, romantic thriller drama. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's his name? What's the main dude's name? Joe. Joe. Yeah. So poor like literally by poor the poor Joe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why I'm single. <laughs> I have this inherent need to find broken things and fix them. Broken? <laughs> He'd be breaking it. Joe just needed a hug. Oh, gosh. Yes. Joe. Poor Joe. <laughs> At the end of season two, it is poor Joe. But, yeah. It's such a good show. It's such a great concept. Although, I... I think we'll add that on to the end of our There Will Be Spoilers episode because I do want to talk about how season two ended, but I don't want to throw it right now and spoil it. So, we're not going to be spoiling anything on this episode. We will keep that in that there will be stuff. But we need to talk about how you season two ended, but watch it. So we'll leave that there. And what else did we see? We saw Knives Out. We did go see Knives we Out. We did go see Knives Out. So we went to see Knives Out in the movie theater. Um, That was good. It was a good movie. It was fun. It was. A it was. It was. There's going to be a sequel. There's going to be a sequel to Knives Out. I saw people on Twitter putting out who they'd want in their Knives Out sequel and they were listing like all black cast. So I don't know if this is going to be like an actual sequel with the same family or if it's going to be like a separate Like sequel. they're going to take it and make it like a Sherlock's Home type series. Ooh, with, with yeah, Blanc. I guess you could have, yeah, Detective Blanc out solving other people's family drama. That'd be cool because I don't want to watch a whole movie while, where, where they try to make this girl get her money back. Like... <laughs> I'm not going to sit through that for it or however long that would be. But so, yeah, Knives Out is going to is getting a sequel. So. I, the only thing that I have to say is I don't know if I could sit there and listen to Daniel Craig with what Alabama. What fuck was that the, accent? <laughs> that Southern Alabama molasses it was. He can keep. He could have just been British. It made more sense for him to be British. <laughs> <laughs> the one time it would make sense. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see a little more Lakeith Stanfield. I, him him being relegated to the weird sidekick. Um, it's kind of just nonchalant there. Yeah, kind of partner. See, and that's how I've been feeling about Lick lately. I've been feeling like he plays the same role. Not in that movie he about to do with uh, Issa Rae. That, that uh, romance, I'm here for it. I will be sitting my single ass right in the movie theater <laughs> on Valentine's Day watching that movie. Because um, I cannot wait. That movie just looks beautiful. It looks so, so melanated. Mm. Moisturized and everything. <laughs> hydrated <laughs> <laughs> but yes no um i 
Oddly enough, so my normal type, Lakeith Stanfield is not. However, I am weirdly attracted to that. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because he's weird. <laughs> it's the weird anime thing. That's how they get. And I told you, anime people are on the come up. <laughs> what does he have to do with anime? Oh, he seems like he likes <laughs> anime. I thought he I thought probably I read does something. watch anime. <laughs> he looks like yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be not interested anymore. <laughs> Joke. Um, yeah, Lakeith Stanfield definitely watches it. What do you think he watches? I would peg Lakeith Stanfield for he probably one of those lighthearted anime fans. Like he's watching fairy tales. Ew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <He> said ew. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he can at least pronounce Naruto. Mm. <laughs> Unlike Shots Michael, B. Michael B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shots by pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's see. So, yeah, that's, that's that's what we've been doing. So, let's talk about some of the things that we have upcoming. Yes, we have Fan Days in March. Yes, so Fan Day. Back. Mm-hmm. We're going back. <laughs> going back to where it all began. Yes. <laughs> back to our convention floor roots. Um, we still have an interview that we did with Afshan Azad that we have not posted. Um, so we're going to end up doing a bonus episode where we will post that episode or post that interview that we did with her at uh, LeakyCon. So we'll probably end up posting that with our fan date. Yeah, that works. So that's all. Just- yeah, yeah, we'll do that then. Um, Because that was such a great interview. It was so much fun. That was our first interview that we did. Yeah, we got audio. We got video. Yeah. It was just... And she was just such a kind person. She is... I wish that her pop had been out before we did that interview. Because I totally would have bought that pop. And then taken it with us. Like, (laughs) and had her sign it. And just asked her how she felt about being a freaking Funko Pop. Like, that would have been such a great question. So... And the interview wasn't even Harry Potter related. And I feel like that just... It made it more fun. Yeah. For everyone involved. She definitely enjoyed it. Her husband was there with her. Um, He commented at the end how like it was such a great interview and that was like one is because the, all the questions we asked they hadn't weren't questions that they've gotten asked so um yeah we will share make sure we share that episode uh, that interview with you all um yeah so we got fan days coming up um but a little sooner because fan days is in march so a little before fan days i'm going to pax east so i'll be in boston where some of my favorite things come from baked beans <laughs> <laughs> Those come from Boston. Oh, and khakis. First off, <laughs> make beans not what I'm talking about. Okay. I am talking about that Boston accent. Yes, I'm going to get my cat. Um, you like and- Boston baked beans. <laughs> the candy. <laughs> I don't think those actually come from Boston, though. I don't think that's actually a Boston thing. <laughs> but anyway, so no, I'm talking gingers. I'm talking accents. Yes, I can't. And seafood. I'm I'm excited. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'll be working, but I'm going to do some sightseeing. Um, see what I can see maybe on the, uh, the floor. Take some pics. Uh, last year at PAX West, I was fortunate enough to get to sit in on a really great panel um, that was hosted. It was a, um, oh gosh, Black Twitter panel is what it was. And it was a really great panel. So we'll see. We do have some uh, Black History Month things planned. Oh, okay. So it is now the 10th. <laughs> <laughs> this one we're recording this. It's Monday and we're about halfway through Black. So make sure to check us out on Twitter. Okay. So if you're on Twitter... If you're not on Twitter, you should usually get on Twitter. Twitter's really the best. So it's better than everything else. Yeah, it's cleaner. It's cleaner. Yeah. So I feel like Twitter, you're able to just engage with so many different... You're, you're able to find nice strangers as opposed to having to deal with the people that you don't like that you know. 
Yeah, no locals. <laughs> yes, basically. So great things about Twitter is this Black History Month, there's so many great 29 days of black dot, dot, dots. So 29, 28 days of black cosplay was started. Um, no, I'm saying 28 days was how the hashtags are because Normally it was 28 days in February when it started. Now there's 29 this month, yes. So it's tw- I'm just saying origin of the hashtag. <laughs> um, it was started by edit. Okay, so 29 days, 28 days of black cosplay was started by Shaka Cumberbatch. She is a cosplayer. Um, she her cosplay is amazing, and she started this hashtag. I was in a day in a, in a year that had 28 days. 28 days of of a black house. Um, since then, it has taken off, taken on a, a, a life of its own. So it's such a great way to see so many different black cosplayers out there. Yeah, and a great way to get connected to them is uh, you you never really realize how much you have in common with some of these. People. Yeah, sure. How much you have in common, <laughs> and just how diverse things truly are or I, I won't say how they truly are but how like our people are out here doing this yes 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 we are um despite being told that hey that's not a black character you shouldn't play that character especially because you know blackface is a thing and people still insist on doing blackface but the one of the things i love about the the 28 slash 29 days of black cosplay is you can see black and brown people cosplaying characters that aren't black and brown, but you can look at them and you know exactly who they are without them painting their faces white. It's a magical thing. Like <laughs> it is possible. So um, who would have thunk? So 29 days of black cosplay because this year, February 29 days, isn't it? There's also 29 days of black podcasts started by Truly. Um, I started that one. There is 29 days of uh black game game pros as well and the person who's been doing that has been highlighting different like uh 29 days of black esports that's what it is um or blacks in esports first off i honestly didn't really because i don't really do esports so i did not realize that rick fox sports yo yes (laughs) (laughs) so my boot thing rick fox <laughs> runs an esports league like or team so i didn't know that things things you learn during black history month yes rick fox out here doing it there's 29 days of black anime um 29 days of black and esports and there is also another one that was started by one of the young ladies from pretty brown and nerdy or used to be on pretty brown and nerdy she's not on there anymore but it is 29 days of black game pro so that one highlights black people in the gaming industry so developers creators uh, people who are actually out here working for your game company it's that's another that's another amazing one especially because we hear how hard it is to get in like voice acting and how like gatekeepers with that so there's not a lot of people of color um, outside of the normal people who are already like famous actors that are voice actors of color um but yeah so the the 29 days of black game pros has probably been one of my for sure so definitely check those out you can learn some things find some great people to follow i've got back on twit thanks to these uh, hashtags yes so what's your t- nicole may cry yes yes so fine. check us out on twitch because i'll also be hijacking them yeah yeah so <laughs> we'll, it won't just be me or monty will be on there sometimes streaming whatever she's playing so we'll uh, have to update the bio and yeah kind of be a but right now i've been playing horizon zero dawn on it so i beat horizon zero dawn i did beat the main story and aloy girl um if you've not played horizon zero dawn it is one thing you always hear about people say about horizon zero dawn is how beautiful the scenery like 
it is a game that photo mode in video games was made for Horizon Zero Dawn. The landscape, the scenery, it is so beautiful. It is just breathtaking. It makes you want to go climb up a snowy mountain and just like stand there and take it. Or it's, it's breath for sure. But one of the things I did not expect was that there was going to be so many beautiful blackness games. This so is the most diverse video game I have ever played. I have never seen so many people of color, so many and so many shades of black. and moisturized black. Moisturized, not that ashy gray black. We got. We're talking to you, Fallout. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say no names, <laughs> but y'all knew what we was talking about. Um, I mean, I guess post, you know, that's a nuclear fallout. They ain't got no lotion. I don't care. But <laughs> we gonna find a way. <laughs> You're right. We would find a way. Cocoa butter would have survived. and Or I would have just taken that into my fallout with... I'm taking I'm lotion. I'm taking lotion? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming out of this monk ass. <laughs> taking lotion and leave-in conditioner. <laughs> you don't know who survived and they ain't got that many options. <laughs> so, yes. Just absolutely stunning shades of black and there's so many shades and they were done so well and these are characters that play a pretty big integral role in Aloy's journey in this so if you are a PlayStation user definitely if you have not already played Horizon Zero Dawn um I would definitely add it to the to the playlist yeah and or you can just check us out on Twitch check out the videos I did not stream the ending because I didn't want to like spoil the ending for people so I just streamed most of the gameplay and getting through it I've been doing the side missions I think I'm about to stop because <laughs> I know in reality I'm not going to platinum this. Have you looked to see how many trophies there are? Oh yeah you got to get all the trophies and just off the rip you have to go find all those voice recording recordings and all these metal flowers. I ain't even doing that. I'm not I'm not going back for that. Did you platinum Death Stranding? No I have not platinum Death Stranding. I'm probably gonna go back to Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> go back to your UPS demo. <laughs> First off Heffa. <laughs> it is not a UPS demo. <laughs> It is so much more than that. It is. I'll give it. I've been hopping in and out of the Death Stranding. Okay, circle. so you see. So you see. Yeah, no, I'm going to go back. Because, okay, so in order to platinum Death Stranding, one of the trophies is you have to do like 700 deliveries. And I'm at like two and some change. And I put over 100 hours in that game. Like, gotta grind. I need to go do something. You know, because it's. Yeah. Anyway, so I will I will work on Platinum Death Stranding. What else are you playing? Death Stranding is that's the last thing I've been I've played because mm -hmm. I I really like when I play games. If I'm playing something, I want to just play just that yeah. for a while. So that's the only thing I'm stuck on. Mm -hmm. So I've been in and out of Death Stranding, and I've started watching. What is see? Oh, the cutscenes. Yeah, I started watching the cutscenes. Make sure let Nathan know that you've been watching the cutscenes. Yes, and I will say that you guys were right. It did add a lot. To right, right. Yeah, because one time I think I started because I actually accidentally watched the cutscene and I was like oh oh this is no okay okay um I think it was after that third act of the game after the little army scene is when it really got me that is when the game really picks up after chapter four or chapter because chapter four is that military scene. Is that chapter four or is that chapter three? I'm not sure. I know one of them. It was just that scene. Real okay. Um, brief for you. I died a few times <laughs> doing that shit. Um, I do say brief. Because at first I just didn't know what I was doing. But anyway, you know, no, not going to spoil. But okay, so Death Stranding is just a very multi-fast. But you got to have time to play it. Like, you got to be willing to put in the time. That's just what it is. <laughs> like, if, if you're not a person who's going to play more than eight to ten hours of video games a week, it just might not be. If you're a person who puts in time on games and you do big open world RPGs, then hey, pick it up. Give it a shot. 
Um, what can it hurt? Nothing but your wallet. Unless you pick it up on sale. I think the nails are going all right. Cause or something on sale. Pick up. I think Jedi Fallen Order is on sale again. Anyway, so now that I'm done Horizon though, I think the next thing I'm gonna stream is I will probably stream wrapping up a plague tale. Ooh, I didn't, I, I forgot. How was that for you? So you got the game. You've been playing it. Mm -hmm. Said it was beautiful. Yes. How are you enjoying it? I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I need to go back in it and figure out what happens to my little... <laughs> because these kids are just going through it. And um, I think... I don't even remember what chapter I'm on. Because I've been playing like other things. But I really want to go back and finish A Plague Tale. So I think that that's what I'll be streaming next. Is A Plague Tale. Because... It's a shorter game. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a lot shorter than Horizon Zero Dawn. But and uh, I was playing Horizon off stream and doing stuff. I think I'll just play a Plague Tale uh, exclusively on just streaming on just like just play streaming. But anyways, uh, and I'll be streaming Concrete Genie. That's gonna be my first. Oh, so you're gonna do con you're gonna do Concrete Genie. I am. I've been saving it so that I can because it's such a beautiful game and it deserves to be shared. Yeah, it deserves my commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're not like under the influence of YouTube. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. All right, so I think that we covered everything that we, we planned on covering. So, um, that's a podcast. That is a podcast. Hey, so thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We are at House of Blurds. Um, you can now find us streaming on Twitch. Um, follow Nicole May Cry if you're on the Twitch thing or if you're you know, getting new to it. So kind of are we. So feel free to check us out. Make sure to share this podcast, like this podcast, rate, review, tell a friend. Um, if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag pod in. That's a now listening hashtag. Let's other people know what you're listening to, as well as a great way to find some other amazing podcasters out there. Um, but other than that, until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other.